Yeah, welcome back to the Nigerian Filmmaker, a podcast for us to talk about Nigerian filmmakers, their films, and how we can build a diverse and functional industry. I'm your host, Selegot. On this episode, my guest is Mahmoud Salisu. He's a writer and first-time director. I talked to him on the eve of directing his first short film, Stay. We talk about his path to filmmaking, some of his cinematic influences, and his plans for the short film. If you're a new listener, you're welcome and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Mahmoud. You're welcome to the Nigeria Filmmaker. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Can you introduce yourself? So I'm Mahmoud Salisu and I'm a newbie filmmaker. Okay, um, what are you doing at the moment? Are you a student or you're out of school? Uh, out of school. I was in Unilag studying law. Left in my fourth year after my first semester. And ever since I've been trying to make a film. So Stay, that's the name of the film I'm shooting now in Abuja. And it's my first film. Okay. Um, yeah, just walk us through your filmmaking journey. How did you get from law to film? Right, so when I was in Yenilak studying law, everybody was just doing what they wanted to. You know, fashion designers, photographers, and they were just saying this is what they wanted to do. And they're making headway. And it was just so motivating that you could voice, this is what you want to do, and you could do it. So in my like, second year, I was like, I want to be a filmmaker. And I was just saying it, you know, I was writing a bit, but I mean, all the discipline it takes. But then after a while, the Yin Lag magic worked and <laughs> I realized that, okay, I could do it. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you talked about dropping out. I'm sure your family reacted to that. Um, like, how did you get there? Uh, I went to leave school in my third year, but then university is pleasure island. Like, it's fun. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, so in my third year, the dean started this attendance, uh, Asenwa, I think that's her name, where if you don't meet a certain whatever, I mean, other faculties did it, but just faculty of, they didn't care about it. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know how many did I miss, maybe all, but I was able to run three or so. So I mean, I didn't write like four papers and low exams, everything's like 4.0, like, uh, what do you call that stuff? I haven't forgotten university language. The weight of the course, four units are higher. Yeah. So yeah, so um, the four units course or whatever. So um, yeah, so I do my fourth year, first semester, then the then I'd call and say that, oh, I have this old wahala and uh, I'm gonna have to withdraw from school and whatever, whatever, whatever. Then you know, I was just trying to run it, I was trying to you know make connections and whatever, 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 whatever. But then, I just saw it as a time to really bow out because it was what I was wanted. And I remember it was, because um, I was still at home, I'd not resume school. So it was also one of my things, just resume school late. You know, like, why well, resume early? It's boring people to resume early, that kind of thing. So I resume, now I don't resume, I'm at home and I'm just, you know, on Instagram, looking at my friends and I'm just, I started missing them. Yeah. You know, like, and I just knew that time had gone, you know, time had passed. It was time to really move on. Then I go to school. And I tell my friends, and my friends have always been, you know, just supportive and hopeful. And they all said, "Yeah, why not? Like, 
they like to see that, you know, that it's time and I should go. And I go, but family was weird because I was studying law and everyone liked it. Because, you know, everyone just thinks law is safe and everyone's proud that you're studying law. So it was, it, 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 there was a difference yeah. in the family. But um, now, you know, now they respect film a little, thank God. But everyone has to, you know, just you have to prove yourself sometimes. It's not bad to prove yourself. It's necessary. Even if people don't see you, like, walk hard, it's still, you know, it's for yourself. I mean, in the long run, it'll help people if it's true to yourself. Yeah. That's what I believe. Then, yeah, right? That's it. That's about leaving. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So what, what's your short film about? Stay. So Stay is part of three short films that will be marketed as a feature film. It's Calm, Stay, Go. It's kind of um, a portrait of intimacy, family-oriented stories and dealing with couples and the power balance between couples and just trying to figure it out really. Intimacy, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So Stay follows a family after an embezzlement scandal. Okay. And uh, we follow the husband, we follow the woman who embezzles money and we follow our daughter. And just the, what happens when there's a death in ideal and the way things should be yeah. is chaos. But then I just explored that chaos. I was trying to find beauty even beauty and disgust. So that's what we're trying to do. Have you like, have you figured the type of stories you want to tell as a filmmaker or you're still kind of exploring? Oh, I'm exploring, but um, I kind of have an idea and I really want to explore intimacy in cinema because in real life intimacy is, is important and we find ourselves through them if it's with our parents or our friends or a lover. So thematically, and I'm very interested in intimacy. Okay, and um, I guess what are some of your kind of go-to films? Mm. Okay, I'll just mention like my four favorite films. They just capture like the essence of filmmaking. I like The Apartment, Bill Wilder, mm. uh, Quentin Tarantino's Inglourious Bastards. This is different, but then I like the 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 um, element. Can you remember the rom the romance kind of between the French girl won the cinema and the German war hero? Yeah, it could never be basically because you know the Germans killed her parents and everything, but it was so drawn to her. But then their intimacy was kind of their love for cinema, so I found it so beautiful. Yeah. Then um, third. Said Dev Das, it's an Indian film. Uh, hmm, should I say the spoilers, but anyways, go see, it's a very beautiful film. Then fourth, Whiplash. Okay. I love La La Land, but Whiplash, because I mean, it was, I love the fact that, you know, you had to sacrifice the romance with the girl to get, you know, to be where you wanted to be. Yeah. But then at the end, you now try to go back because, while you know sacrifices are important to be great okay so um you literally start shooting tomorrow yes how do you feel well 
Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that I have people around that just making it easy. Uh, I have two producers, Jeremy Umbu and Christine Boateng. And my cinematographer is amazing, Joshua Soso. Then yeah. Seller is my AD. <laughs> and it's just so cool because, I mean, all of them have made films. I'm like the newbie, so it's like, like I'm in the jungle and have spirit guides so it's it's just easy for me it's not easy but it's since I can rely on people it's easy yeah I mean I think that's how things tend to happen like most times when a director is working on a project because films are very it take they take long to make so the crew tend to be more experienced than the directors and yeah it's about finding that way to work together and you know kind of getting what you want from the whole process. Mm -hmm. um, talk us through um, how you've been preparing. So, okay, we've, I first did this ad on Instagram to get people to send videos to the company mail so that we could, you know, just sift it through. But um, we weren't getting specifically what we wanted and we didn't get older actors. So, um, we spoke to Tola Balogum, is the president or something i think president right yeah. president of the actors guild abuja branch and he put it on the platform and it became chaotic <laughs> the next morning we saw like eight people just in the morning and maybe we auditioned about 70 people maybe that's, more that's a lot yeah what's, what's the um cast size for the film how many actors are you working with for the film well, eight and two extras or three extras, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, there's an element of like foreign language French in your film. Mm -hmm. How did you kind of go about um, casting for that role? Okay, so uh, Institute de France was very helpful. They tried to get us in touch with the teachers and students who could fit the roles we were looking for. Uh, so the person playing Mrs. Fouquet, uh, Mrs. Rose, oh, I remember her name. Uh, so she's a teacher there. And uh, yeah, well, <laughs> the person playing her daughter, we just got her today because yeah. the person who wanted, was supposed to play the role got exposed to someone with corona. Yeah. So she just didn't want to risk it till she was sure. But then since production starts in two days, we couldn't risk it. So she referred us to Delphine and Delphine came in today, rehearsed and it was beautiful. So Yeah. But so, Delphine also teaches French. She owns a French school. Okay. Her own with her sister. So how did you go about your rehearsals? Um what what kind of things were you trying to figure out before the shoot day? Mm. Well, Two things like camera, like movement, camera angles, and like shot list and stuff. But then for the actors, hmm, I think we're trying to like just find their natural connections to the character because it's it's the film's quite sober. It's a lot of just low tempers. Yeah. So the conflict is more with you know just the strength of the characters and keeping that level of conflict low. But I mean, the level, the aggression low, but battling out. 
So we really need people to just, you know, just be really natural about the way they approach the characters. So, hmm. what's the most interesting rehearsal so far? Okay, um, <laughs> uh, so so this exercise of one of the actors, which was fun to get him in character. Yeah. I was playing him scenes in his head, I told him to close his eyes and was playing scenes. I was just reading out the stories for him to internalize the stories yeah. and to just feel the characters, that, that could be the character, just to feel comfort, comfort in the character. Yeah. And after that, he smoked a cigarette in character and it was beautiful. Okay, and I guess, you know, you have to figure these things out because your, um, your film is um, really dependent on, you know, like the character really settling in and, you know, embodying yes. the ideas you need to get across. Yes. You came from Lagos. Why did you choose Abuja for this film? Well, it was a family after an embezzlement scandal. Abuja has the, <laughs> the political weight. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Then also, uh, I was just thinking recently, because Jeremy loves Baba Ngida, and Baba Ngida had a lot to do with what Abuja is. And I love Baba Ngida too. I just love the charisma of this presidency and his ambition. So... Awesome. Just trying to see it from his eyes to, yeah. like, you know, how about Bangida shoot Abuja? Yeah. So what are your hopes for this film? Okay, so after stay, uh, I go to Lagos, like, uh, first week of December. We've done pre-production for Go. So we should go probably first or second week of November. Then we should come January. So by... Uh, Valentine's going to have a private screening event and hope, hopefully to like show them in cinemas just a Valentine's Day event yeah the three films as a feature film a portrait of intimacy just for that day try and get people to see it and if they love it good but yeah that's one of the plans uh, also festivals we're going to try and send them to festivals okay for other parts of um, pre-production, like apart from the casting, what other things did you do? Because I mean, this is your first time, you're discovering a lot. Um, yes. What did you find helpful during this pre-production phase? Honestly, it's people. Like, it was just people. Because before, uh, if I came to Abuja, and when I wrote the script, it was just Soso and Christine that's in it. And, you know, like, I just trust them a lot, like their feedback and uh, their cinematic language. And I came to Abuja. Christine introduced me to this girl, Adia, works at CCA, as Creative Culture Abuja. Shout out to them. Then uh, I met Jeremy at The Cube, because that's where I met Alia. And we're just talking about crazy we are about film. Yeah. And uh, just then and there, I just kept talking, just kept talking and met more people in Abuja. Just everybody's just been very helpful. Yeah. I met Sele, you, <laughs> through Jeremy. And, you know, it's just been great. Sele's the AD, which is so cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I haven't done the AD stuff since film school. So, yeah, I'm excited. We'll see yeah. how it goes. <laughs>
what would you say is your favorite part about making films? I've not shot yet. So far, I've done two rehearsals. I mean, for Stay and Go, and that's been fun. <laughs> I've not shot yet, so I don't know. But I've been to other people's sets, and it's always fun too. So maybe shooting will be the most fun. Writing is very personal for me, because I have all the time in the world yeah. to come up with bullshit and try and make it sound sensible. But that I always leave for actors, because I always believe that if I write rubbish, which I hope I don't, but then if their characters don't even connect to those words, then it could, you know, be beautiful. Yeah. It's just, I always just kind of trust other people's gifts or talents or will to make something beautiful. But yeah, I'm, I'm short to my own film yet. It's still it's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That'll find out. And what would you say, um, do you just identify as a director or what other parts of filmmaking are you interested in? Writing, directing, those are like the ones I can fake that I have skills in. Yeah. Others I can't do. I've tried editing, I'm not the best. But, but it's also the thing about people, you don't have to be the best at anything. You, know, you just have to be willing to trust someone's talent. Yeah. You know, that's it. Okay. So that's what directing is maybe, I think. You know, it's just learning to let the real go. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know, you said like, since second year at Unilag, you've been wanting to make films. So how, what would you say you've been doing, kind of leading up to tomorrow, to kind of improve your craft as a director or writer? So um, a year after I left, was it a year? How many months? Uh, like four months after I left. So like for a year, also, like, I was just going to different states in Nigeria. I was in Quara for a long time. And uh, I started writing three hours every day. Yeah. And a lot of times, I just look at the computer for, like, maybe an hour, 30 minutes. And maybe I'll just write an hour, 30 minutes. But just the discipline of just sitting down and forcing myself to write. So I wrote a lot in Quara, like, a lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it was just, you know, was like, how do you translate this to scene? How do you even get the money for this? and all that. Um, so yeah, I just had to discipline myself to actually, you know, be something because you can't be everything. Yeah. You just, you just have to pick limitations. And uh, I think why I chose writing was because maybe I'm a control freak. <laughs> and, uh, but also um, the, the need to express myself. Because when I was in secondary school, I used to write poetry. I, I used to write poetry in, in uni too, but I was more for uh, seductive purposes. But um, yeah, so like, I, I know I can write somewhat, but then cinematic writing is different. Yeah. So I just, you know, I was reading books, John Truby's book, uh, Anatomy of the Story, Robert Mickey's story, yeah. watch YouTube videos, just study archetypes, just anything that has story structure and trying to find the way I'd like to write. Yeah. So I've tried different styles. I tried writing, writing all the plot lines, you know, like all the plot points. And, uh, you know, then saying, okay, this is this one, and write this scene, with this one. But then, like, my, this, the way I write now, the way I wrote Comstego, uh, I just write, because, like, I know I know the structure of story, yeah. and I just trust that it will fall in place. Okay. How has it been, you know, kind of, getting the funds for this your first film is this self-funded what were the challenges there so um 
it's my uncle that gave me the money for this day is the one producing like well it's this pocket <laughs> that were getting the money for come stay go and because uh, you know i left uni to be a filmmaker so like for a long time i was just trying to do it on my own you know trying to get things on my own and uh try you know i had to like kind of prove myself yeah to the family if i just you know want to just chill basically because that's what filmmaking looks like yeah and it is chilling but um yeah i guess uh my family saw that i was quite serious about it and decided to just bet on it a little yeah so yeah i mean the the cost for all three films the um the budget is 1.8 stays the biggest stays 1.1 okay 1.170 i think so i mean it's not much you know, for like what we're trying to achieve, but like limitations are necessary to create. It's not everybody could do with more money. Yeah. Right. But you can just create with whatever you have, I believe. The people that were making Nollywood films on African magic all this while, they've done a lot to develop our own story. Yeah. So even if you don't like the Juju story or something like whatever, if you don't like it, it's still people trying to tell our story. And there's a cumulative benefit of incremental progress. Like it's, you know, it's just, even if it's little by little, so they've done a lot. Yeah. There's a lot that you can look back to and learn from. So I'm very grateful that people way back then, you know, were pushing to make their films because they made it for almost nothing, you know, like yeah. even up till today, people make feature length films for almost nothing. And um, yeah, what are your kind of ambitions as a filmmaker? <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, I, I want to be a filmmaker. Like, like, I don't have any pain else I want to do. I mean, like, I too want to be a filmmaker. So, you know, the goal is to is to make money from it and to well, to be culturally relevant. But th that's the thing about art. You can't really say like what the goal is. Yeah. You know, because a lot of artists, they don't, they're not appreciated during their time until after their time. But I hope I am seen during this time. But um, ambition-wise, yeah, I'm on top of the chain. I mean, I want to make like a movie with quite spectacle, but hopefully I've learned intimate language enough so that it's not, doesn't get lost in explosions, but then yes. I want to be able to make any film I want to make and not think about money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, can't wait to see your career unfold. Yay. <laughs> um, starting tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a newcomer to the industry. From what you have experienced, what part of it would you like to improve to make your life as a filmmaker easier? What mm. part of it? Right now, it's just intimacy. I want people to tell intimate stories because I feel they're the most true, they're the most unique, they're the most individualistic. So even if, you know, like uh, in my book, I wrote that uh, everyone, like a lot of people have had their hearts broken, right? Yeah. Then what's the gist of the heartbreak? You thought this person was someone they're not. But then specifics <laughs> of <Yeah>. the story. <laughs> If you go to where like your heart skipped a bit and all this stuff, you know, like, and especially like even the cinema, you know, you can actually show that 
Yeah. And they can show that, okay, put the angle camera at this edge of the frame or whatever. It's, there's a lot of interpretation, you know, you can bring out your emotions. So like, I want people to just tell those kinds of stories. It could be a grand, uh, what's it called, action epic. Yeah. But you know, just that substance, something very individualistic, and for me so far, it's intimacy that I've found it. It's not just like with um, a lover, you know, it's with friends, it's with um, family, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your aunt, just people that you share a very individual connection with. Yeah. That's where secrets lie. And tell us the secrets. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the book. So you're, you're an author, you're published a I just wrote one book. It was the journal that I wrote, I started writing when I was in Unilag and uh, when I was traveling. Just some poems, some meditations. Then I put them together and put them on Okada books. It's called Ego's Meditation. How can people keep up with your work? Well, since we like money, we'll try and market it. <laughs> but um, you can follow us on Sacramentalization Productions. That's the name of the media company. I'm the CEO of Sacramentalization Productions. It's on Instagram. So why, why that name? So circumambulation means to go around something. So it's a very human thing. Yeah. Um, religions, tribes, they just all go around in a ritual circle. All African tribes dance around fires or they just dance around in circles. Yeah. Muslims, they go around the Kahaba, it's called Tawaf. Uh, Jews, I think they dance around in circles during bat mitzvah, but it's very present culturally yeah. going around in a ritual circle. Then Carl Jung, a uh, very brilliant psycho psychologist, uh, said that there's no linear evolution of self, that we circumambulate us, ourselves. So self, as in you know, the person you're trying to improve, the one that you are conscious of, at least you think yeah. you are, like, you know, you just don't improve. You, like usually, it's not like from one to two to three to four to five, just go around in random circles trying to figure stuff out. But then that random circles you go around in trying to figure stuff out is the way to figure stuff out. Yeah. You know, it's not easy. You're supposed to like, like what do you know in the beginning, right? You overshoot, you know, then you make this mistake, but then anything meaningful, you know, it's going to be good in the end. So it's just about kind of never losing hope, pursuing goals. It's just if it's, if you, if you see a curve in the end, you know, the curve is leading closer to self. Yeah. And um, how about this year book? What's the title? Ego's Meditation. On Okada Books. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Mahmoud, for coming on the podcast. All the best with your film. Thank you, Saleh. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. We have come to the end of this episode. Please remember to leave a rating and a review. You can send your questions and feedback on social media. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Selegal Film and the podcast also on Instagram and Twitter at the Niger Film Pod. See you on next episode. Have a good one.